Really? How old are you? I'm 37. I will be the oldest lady in the room. For oh, hours. I thought you were like a little spring, twinkie, 27-year-old no chicken. Ooh. And I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky. Well, you look good. With this, yeah. in this Zoom lighting, you look great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Davina and I'm Ricky and welcome to Fierce Slay Talk, a decamp podcast where we'll be catching up with some familiar faces from the drag world and beyond, whilst delving deeper into the obstacles life has thrown at them in the journey of becoming fabulous. So shall we begin? Our next guest is no stranger to attention. It's the Polynesian drag superstar from NYC and season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. We wish a huge Fierce Day Talk welcome to the one and only Britta. Hello, welcome, babe. How are you? Yes, I'm so good. I'm so happy to do this. Oh, welcome. So good to see you. We're overjoyed to have you with us. Yes, it's so good to see you both. I'm I'm good. You know, it was it was a I had trouble getting this microphone set up and all this shit, but it's good and I'm here and I'm feeling it. I just finished listening to Her Majesty on repeat right before this. So I'm feeling good, girl. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. And where are you where are you coming from? Coming uh, to us live I, from I, I am in I'm on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. Yes, oh, I'm I'm over here and um I, I decided to move here for the winter because I didn't want to be fucking okay. cold during <laughs> Yeah, like you would have been in New York. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that shit. I wanted I was like, I there's I'm gonna be Moana, I'm gonna find myself a Maui, and it's gonna be it's gonna be good and I'm not gonna wear any clothes this this winter, so I'm happy for it. I am so jealous. I hope you have a terrible time. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not on, you is it? Mean. Absolutely fuming. Fet you mean. Like, I live in Gran Canaria, but I haven't been able to go back apart from for three days the entire year. So I've been, I've been in Manchester in, like, lockdown hell for the entire fucking year because where we live in Gran Canaria, the internet is so slow there's no way i could do any work at all so i've had to be here so i'm very jealous that you are somewhere sunny and warm and what i imagine is gorgeous stunning yeah it's be so bet. beautiful <laughs> <laughs> well listen most of us were introduced to you my darling britta from rupaul's drag race but uh, this was certainly not your first time on the screen, was it? No, no, it wasn't. I've, I've done it before and I, I kind of made sure on Drag Race that I let everyone know that I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> I would not know what that's like. I, I don't like to talk about any of the TV that I've done. I don't like to let people know. <laughs> when, when, when I was watching, I was like, oh, Davina and I are very similar. I would get along with her great. <laughs> so tell us about some of those. Because we had Broad City, Shade Queens of New York City, and 
Oh, and and I was on I was on SNL with I was Katy Perry's backup dancer. And, I mean, in full drag, um, and you know a little a bunch of little things here and there. Those are like the big ones, honestly. So tell me about Broad City. What would that? What was that? I haven't been able to see it. You know, I'm my VPN skills are extremely limited. So it's difficult for me to like be able to find anything that isn't just in the UK. Like I'm sure. absolutely shit with the technology. Of so course. what what is Broad City? What uh, what is this? Well, Broad City, it's it's a it's on Comedy Central. So it's like this it, these two amazing feminist women that kind of just like go on adventures and get really high and they and in this specific episode, they are babysitting this older man in his 80s. And they take him on an adventure and they get off in front of this uh, gay club that it's, it's Alan Cummings Drag Brunch. So um, they come into Alan Cummings Drag Brunch and there happens to just be myself, um, Jan, uh, Shangela, and um, uh, Sasha Valore, Jiggly. All the girls are there serving brunch at Alan Cummings Drag Brunch. And there's like a little, there's like a little ditty that happens and we're like dan- boop booping around. <laughs> but this was before Drag Race, so it's cute. Yeah. That's going to just happen, isn't it? That Sasha Valore, you, Shangela, everybody else is just got, we're just hanging around. Just, this is, this is totally average. Yeah, this, this is, is normal. You know, Alan Cummings hosting it. Pish posh, you know. <laughs> so did you get to talk to Alan Cumming, by the way? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love him, love him, love him. He's yeah. such a doll. Oh, yeah, he, he's such a huge fan. He he owns a club in in, in New York as mm. well. So we've okay. uh, we've hung out with him before. He's 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 so wonderful. Oh, I'm so jealous. I love him. He's got that kind of thing about him as well that he he sort of says, you know, it's happening right now. Maybe it won't be happening later. So I'm just going to make the most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was before Drag Race, and it was like it was right. I think it was when we, when Jan and I first got uh, like the first call, because there's many calls that come out. So I think it was like the first call, and we we're like, oh my god, we're, we're, we might be on Drag Race. Ooh, this is so exciting! And it was like, and we're working with Drag Race superstars. I mean, we've known them before from working with them, but I was just like, oh, oh, this it's it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, and lo and behold, it happened. Yeah, it must have just felt like the stars were aligning for you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. This is where you were supposed to be. Yeah, and you've already done so much as well. When was the first time you were introduced to it, though? To drag, to you being a drag artiste? I started, um, it, it's so funny. I I I was doing Rent um, and mm-hmm. the, the musical, and I was playing Tom okay. Collins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, okay, I mean, listen... Low jobs are real jobs. We all have bills to pay. Right. So I was sucking dick for rent. Um, no, no, no. Um, third stall from the left um, at the bus terminal. Um, no, I, I was doing the musical Rent and I was playing um, Tom Collins, uh, which is like the lover interest to Angel. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, my Angel in the show was was very good at singing the part, but wasn't a very good drag queen. And I was like, oh my, I was like, you're, you're horrible. 
<laughs> and I was and I was like, I could do that much better. Um, so I it, I kind of like got the bug from it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna play with makeup. I've always had this feminine side about me, so I um I I started playing with makeup, and then after that show that summer, um, I remember it was season six of Drag Race. Um, was was happening at that time. I went, um, I got offered to do a, a, a British panto version of Cinderella. Oh and my so, God. Yeah. So I went um, to, it was in the middle of nowhere at the Bangor Opera House in Maine um, to do this, this, this show. And all this step, this entire step family was going to be played by men in drag. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. I, I'm gonna be a stepsister. You're gonna teach me how to do it. I'm gonna get in the gig. You're gonna make my clothes. It's gonna be fantastic. I can practice my mug, mm -hmm. which was horrible. Um, of course. It was awful. Um, but I'm gonna practice it eight eight shows a week and I'm gonna come back to the city and I'm, I, I'm gonna be a drag queen. <laughs> And that's kind of how Amazing. that's how it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that show, and the last day, I I met this girl named Britta, and I was like, "Oh my God, your name is Britta, like Britta Filter. That's gonna be my name, and I'm gonna be anything but pure." Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how uh, like over those eight months? These uh, I have so many questions. So, uh, theater, they're kind of usually they're very um, strict about what you do with your face. You know, once, you, once you've once you got, that's the face that you're doing, that is the face. That doesn't change. But if you're like practicing this makeup, then I'm guessing that the face you started these eight months with was not the face you ended up with. Oh, no, 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 no. It was a transformation. It was, it was, it went from like Gollum to um, Gollum's sister. Um. <laughs> Again, me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it, my makeup was so bad. It was so bad. It took so long for it to get. I was like, but also I'm like a big Polynesian man, so I was trying to do like the tricks that these these beautiful little white white Twinkie boys are doing, and I was like, uh uh, that don't, that'll work on this canvas, honey. No, no. When you have a you know, uh, the guy I learned makeup from actually had a face a bit like yours, very handsome, but a big face, you know, and he was incredible at transforming this very handsome face, which, you know, if you're a handsome man, it's very difficult to transform yourself into a gorgeous, glamorous woman, which you're very successful at. And so was he. And so like for somebody who I was fucking like, my makeup was, is, but was even worse. <laughs> like it was car crash. Uh, <laughs> Get, like looking at him I was like oh my god that's how you put this shit on your face oh yeah, yeah right oh I got it I know it took so long I know I understand now <laughs> and I'm, I'm still learning and when when did you start like how old were you when you actually started that when was that journey um how old I was I'm not I, when I was 13 no um uh, <laughs> um you six six years ago we'll say six years ago it, it'll be it'll be seven years um in in January so almost seven years yeah so not even that much time no 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 just a, a little bit I mean it seems like forever ago honestly especially with this pandemic <laughs> and so six and how old are you now? Um, uh, I'm 21. No. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm 35 now. Um, okay, so... well, that's all right. I'm still the oldest lady in the room. Don't worry about that. That's really? How old are you? I... 
I'm 37. I will be the oldest lady in the room. Forever. Oh, I thought you were like a little spring, twinkie, 27-year-old no chicken. Ooh. And I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky. <laughs> no, I'm older than both of you. I'm older than both of you. Well, well you look well. good. With this, yeah. in this Zoom lighting, you look great. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I look good anyway. <laughs> I know people are normally like, oh, how old are you? I'm like 39. And then I'm like, unless we're in the gay village, I'm like 28, 29. <laughs> it's like, yeah, totally different. My, my ex-boyfriend was 38. 38, I think, uh-huh. when I met him. He told me... I mean, he did not look 38 either. Like, he looked 45, which, I mean... <laughs> he was a he, smoker. I've, okay. A real, hev- real smoker. Heavy, heavy smoker. Heavy drinker. Like, that skin had been through it. And he told me the first night that we met... I'm 27. I was like, um, no, you're not. <laughs> I don't think even your fucking teeth are 27. He went 20 years down. Like 18, in fact. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> He was was really fucking trying it. And this is like one of your first dates, is it? It was the night that I met him. The night that you met him? I still went home with him and had a lovely time. See, the problem is, (laughs) I've tried to lie on, not social media. um, Grinder. Online dating. And then the problem is, when it goes okay, you then have to tell them how old you actually are. So you can't really. No. But, I mean, you know. But he took me to his house. We had a nice time. And then I was like, so you're what, 35, 36? And he Uh was like... I'm 37. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, you look rough for 37. <laughs> so who were your who were your influences? You know, when you're starting out, because you know, I know for me that I was looking at these uh beautiful women and going, okay, my face is that kind of horsey shape, so maybe I should <laughs> do my makeup like red rum. Um <laughs> Perfect. Uh, get me to Chelsea. I'm ready for the, the race. Um, so who who was it who was influencing you when you were starting? You know, I would, and I now, would, actually. I, I would go to shows um, and I, I I was like, when I grow up, I, I would go to, I was obsessed with Bob the Drag Queen and I would go to Bob's okay. show every single week. I was in the front row. I would come with a gaggle of gays and I was like, okay, okay, okay. I was like, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. Um, and, and so I, I was, I would just always go and I would study Bob and Bob's like, okay, sure. You're going to do drag. Great, great, great. Yeah. He didn't believe me. Um, and so, um, Bob was a big influence for me, um, in the like performance realm of things, but, um, our faces probably both looked the same, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) at that time, at that time, at that time. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yours is not, your face does not look like Bob now. No, 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 no. But back then, uh, but back also, then. you know, Bob's face does not look like Bob's face that we remember now either. Like it's, <laughs> it's a very different construction now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I, I, I was watching, um, uh, uh, just a lot of ethnic girls, Peppermint. Peppermint had such mm-hmm. a beautiful face and in yeah. the city and I would go to Peppermint show and I would, I would just look at the, the girl, the girls around me and I honestly I would have a bunch of different queens paint my face and then they'd be like okay go off and like try it yourself and so that's kind of I just found what worked for me but honestly YouTube I went to YouTube and like YouTube was my my best little friend she was my drag mom yeah. Miss YouTube yeah. 
Um, but, uh, you know, strong women of color are who I usually lean towards for for my face and just scrolling through Instagram. It's it's always different. It's always changing. So, um, but right now I have like, I, my face is kind of like, it's a stamp now. It's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Different colors. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> the only color that doesn't change with me is gray. Always the gray. Yeah. Just keep it. Who needs to be warm? I've got a vitamin D deficiency. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, so bless Bob the drag queen. Oh, yeah. One of my truly the biggest inspiration when I was starting drag. Um, and I was so lucky enough to we we've been hosting stuff together. And so it's it's been it's been really beautiful to not only see her turn into this incredible mm. powerhouse of a drag mm. um, enterprise, really. Um, but yeah. I, I still look up, look up to um, her so much. Yeah. And, and she was my neighbor. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, Bob was my neighbor until she decided to fucking move to L.A. Uh, last month. Uh, <laughs> um, it's so funny. Um, Jan actually did my, my... I had a drag competition in, in the city, and Jan competed in it. I think it, it was it was the second the second competition of the show called Lady Liberty, um, and it was like okay. New York's largest drag competition. And Jan competed in it um, for about for a couple months, honestly, and she ended up winning the grand finale prize, the second season. Nice. Um, but um, but I and so did so did Laguna Blue and Rose, those girls that make up their little Stephanie's Child mm. group. So those are probably my my closest dearest friends in the city. Um, we're, we're so close to, to each other. We had a bunch of shows together, but obviously we haven't worked together because of this goddamn pandemic. <laughs> you talk a lot about being Polynesian, um, which is great. Like, I don't know, know much uh, about it. So where exactly was it that you grew up and how old were you when you made the move to the Big Apple? Yeah, so I, I I grew up in in the middle of the desert in Arizona, actually. Um, so I grew up there. My my dad is from the Kingdom of Tonga in the South Pacific Islands, by like Tahiti, Fiji, and Samoa. I've never been, um, so hopefully one day I can go. But um, my my parents met here in Hawaii, and um, yeah, I've actually never I haven't been to Hawaii um, until. About seven years ago, I grew up really poor as a as a kid, and and I grew up in Arizona, and then left. Did tried to do the LA thing for a little bit, and then really New York was where my heart was because I loved musical theater so much. Um, and um, I've just you know I've honestly just been just getting back into these these Polynesian roots. You know, my dad was kind of an asshole growing up, and really wasn't there for me, so I I kind of ignored that side of my of who I was because I was like, you're a fucking dick. I want nothing to do with you. Um, and so uh, it's because I was, I was raised Mormon. So I didn't want to associate with that side of the family. Um, but now as I've like, I've, I've grown up and I've, I've, he's apologized to me. I'm really trying to like accept it and really put it into my drag because when I was a kid, the only person that like looked like me that I looked up to was The Rock, which ain't a bad person to look at. <laughs> Very handsome. I was like, okay, you Polynesian motherfucker. I can get into that, but you don't, you ain't gay as hell like I am. So I, I mean, thought- <laughs> 
so I wanted, <laughs> right? So I wanted to, um, I, I thought it was important to be that person for the Polynesian community because I, I wanted that so bad um, as a kid growing up and mm. I didn't have that. So it's, I'm so happy to be here um, in Hawaii with my family during all the shit that's going on in the world and, and really trying to embrace it and to like, I, I want to, I'm going to start putting it into my drag more. I mean, I'm here. I might as well, I'm going to be making grass skirts outside and doing little shows on rocks, bitch. It's gonna be great. Nice. Yeah. No, that does actually sound great. Like yeah. it really does. <laughs> Bit of rock it? and water action. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, do you know if they bring out Moana too? You've got to ride on those coattails and do some parodies and stuff like that as well. Oh, oh I'm, totally. I'm fully planning it. it. I'm fully planning it. I <laughs> yeah. really, I'm, I, I'm, I have this idea that I'm gonna start this. Um, this little web series where Britta tries to be Moana, so she has to go to she has she has to go to a tree a tree that tells her in order to become Moana you need to do so and so so and so and so and so. Um, okay. So Britta, I I fully plan on getting in full drag and learning how to surf. Um, learning how to open a coconut with my bare hands should be highly entertaining. <laughs> Perfect. It does sound like fun. It really does. I look forward to seeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. So you you yeah. have enjoyed before you started doing drag some success as an actor. You mentioned Rent and everything. Um, you trained at AMDA. So which is hang on, American. I know this Con College and Conservatory um, of Performing Arts. This bitch isn't fucking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to um, AMDA. I call it the American Musical Drag Academy because everyone oh, that yeah. comes out of that school turns into a fucking drag queen. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, musical theater was my thing growing up. I, I, it was like the honestly the only thing that kept me going. And I was a, uh, I, I was a little kid like in the sixth grade, and like people could bring in uh, a song for class, and I would bring in. Um, the overture to Cats, the musical, and dress up as Mr. Mistopheles, and then oh people, <laughs> and I was like, I'm so obsessed with it. I can tell you all about the show, and people are listening to No Doubt and Corn, and I was like, No, Cats is it. Cats is where it's at. <laughs> so musical theater has been. I was obsessed with it as a child, and really loved performing. So it it made sense to to get into it, and it makes even more sense for me to dress up like a woman and emulate all those beautiful women in musical theater. <laughs> like that is absolutely it that is absolutely it i mean why why would you not want to do that yeah why yeah, would yeah. You not definitely yeah i love how you owned it i'm like this is where it's at <laughs> if there was a movie of your life britain mm -hmm. and you were you were put in charge of the casting who would you want to play you in the movie of your life I'm a narcissist, so I would say myself. Um, <laughs> because I need I I need the fucking money. Um, season twelve didn't get to tour, so I'm gonna say myself. Um, but um, I hope I hope like a very like a, a a browner version of Zac Efron. He needs to be very handsome, like oh. just ooh ooh, like a little. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think he exists. Delicious. I think it's a it's a star to be. Oh, I bet he does exist. We just have to find him. Right. And we could have thing. a really lovely time looking as well. <laughs> yes. We'll hold, yes. We'll hold auditions. We <laughs> auditions. Casting. <laughs> I'll bring the couch. That's and it. you can do the casting. 
I don't mind sloppy seconds, babe. That's ah! fine with me. It's a great I idea. <laughs> Someone's been watching Hollywood. <laughs> oh, it's oh, isn't it's it? so good. I love that show. He's so handsome. What's his name? That actor. Oh God, he's um he's in more than one of Ryan Murphy things, isn't he? Yeah, I don't I don't care. I just want him to sit on my face. No idea. It's just another pretty boy that's not been a notch on my bed yet. Yeah, he is beautiful. Can you picture it? The guy we mean, and the very beginning of Hollywood gets the job in the car. Hollywood is the one about their running a gas station. Yes, Patty uh, Patty Lapone. Patty Lapone is in it. Uh, Exactly. Like I'm actually kind of into the older guy with the uh, the lung cancer. I would totally go there. Thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm totally into that. Yeah, thank you. Well, because it's um, it's Dylan McDermott, but older, isn't he? Yeah. He's a bit of a fox, Is that what he's called? I don't know what anyone's called. I don't know anyone's fucking name. I don't give a shit. I just want to suck your dick. (laughs) I don't care about your name. Don't tell me your history. Fuck off. I'm not interested in that. Yes. Britta, you're on your you're part of a drag family, uh, so you got to be accompanied by another member of your family on the show. What was it like to compete against someone close to you? Mm. Oh, it, it was you know I love Jan. She's she's my good Judy. We go way back. I mean, it was fine. It you know I honestly when I was there, I didn't want to have it seem. I, it didn't feel like a competition. I just loved making like until it was a competition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I just loved like collaborating and making like cool art with other like really great individuals. I mean, that's why I love drugs so much. And I loved being on the show was those like collaborative efforts. I mean, you know, the Frock Destroyers, y'all killed that shit. Um, so I, it, you know, it, I, I really didn't see her. We're both so very different. I didn't feel like I was ever competing against Jan. Um, and yeah, I, I, I love her to death. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel like I was competing at all until I blew up in, in that, in, you know. These things happen. <laughs> gun, so. You know, things happen. <laughs> and, and is there anything you would change? Would you do it all again the same? Oh, or? I mean, there's definitely something I would have changed. Um, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have um gone off on Aiden. I mean, you know how how it how it is being there. It's so stressful. Like the we were filming all day, all night, and 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 whatnot. And you know, it, we're just like not used to this environment. And so it, it, you know, it can get the best of us sometimes. And it definitely. And I, I definitely, if there's a reason why I don't do competitions, it's because I get very competitive. I mean, I don't um, know anything and... about that at all. <laughs> I can't imagine it. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. Right? Um, <laughs> I would, I, but yeah, I, I would totally, I, I, I would just like take a step back and be like, yo, sis, it's not that serious. Why are you getting so heated about this? But... Um, would I would I do it again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Following that experience, then you were subjected to a sort of tirade of hate from the public, drag race fans, all whilst trying to deal with and be very honest um, about your own struggle with mental health and sobriety. So then you kind of chose to have a break from social media to focus on you. Um, for a bit. How do you feel now as we move into 2021? 
Yeah, I feel good now. I mean, you know, there was a lot going on uh, last year with with the pandemic. I mean, it really affected me. Um, uh, uh, I, you know, after Drag Race, I I immediately got a therapist because I I knew that I wasn't feeling well on the on the inside, and there was a lot of things that I was personally dealing with and um, struggles and inner demons and whatnot. And so I was working through that and then and then the show started to air. And, you know, I honestly thought that I would be at least with my friends and my loved ones. But I was at my parents' house because I, it, you know, that we didn't know what this pandemic was. And I have some really crazy underlying health issues that uh, I thought it was best for me since my parents um, do work in medicine to stay with them. And literally, I was stuck in the middle of fucking nowhere with my parents watching the show. And the only thing I had was 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 my phone and social media. Like yeah, it's the only way course. that I was in contact with with even the people that I loved. And then and then I was like, oh, uh, and then people that I didn't necessarily want to be contacting me and emailing me and telling me to go kill myself um you know it was a lot it was a lot be, and it's the only thing i had so you know that's definitely created some um unwanted uh mental health issues within myself and and you know when people start to say certain things about you um over and over and over and over again even though you know they're not true um you start to believe them um and especially when you're alone by yourself and you know this thing is coming out and people are just not seeing the true character that you are i mean i'm definitely what that what happened on drag race i those are definitely parts of me and maybe some parts that i don't like but there are so many different the lovely things about me and that make up who I am today that that they didn't get to show and I'm I'm but but hopefully people can follow me and they can see that stuff but yeah you know this has been a crazy year I learned a lot but I'm I'm so much better and I'm so grateful that I am here today I, I you know I honestly this summer I tried to hurt myself really badly um and overdosed on on stuff and it was it was really bad and unfortunate okay. um but um I'm so grateful that I'm here and I, I took a month off. I went to rehab and I'm, I'm, I came to Hawaii cause I needed to be with my family to mm. remind myself who I am and like to clean my soul and to like, this is a very healing Island. So I'm taking advantage of this, this stop in the world to, to really see what, 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 what is, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And, and I need to just, um, what's important, what's really important. And for me, that's my, my family and my art and just rejuvenate. So I'm good, you know, going into the second wave of Miss fucking Rona, I am ready. I'm coming out with digital events. Um, okay, and, sweet. And, she, I'm, I'm having a, a giant digital party that's going to be um, uh, really, really fun. And I can't wait to, it's going to start on December 18th. We're going to have Drag Race Girls every single week. Go, go, boys. There's a fucking magician coming. And I'm DJing this shit. I taught myself how to DJ during this pandemic. So it's good. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm really like uh, living it up. And I'm, I'm feeling myself again. And I'm back to my good old creative self. So... I look forward to finally making art because I kind of had to take take a moment to just be with myself and remind myself who I am. So I'm back. Which is really healthy, really healthy. Yeah. That's like genuinely a really healthy thing to do. And I think for a lot of us, particularly performers and drag queens specifically, because you get so lost in her that you kind of, you know, I've had this like two or three times in my career where I, I just... You go, who the fuck am I? 
like yeah. who am I? Yeah, yeah. And it, and so actually having a break is really really healthy, especially with drag because you spend so much time in this like weird persona character creation that you you kind of get lost sometimes. So I I think you've uh, done exactly the right thing at exactly the right time. So Thank you. Like yeah, it all sounds really positive, you, Adam. Like for real, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, and I can't wait till this is all over because I literally, I have had, two, I've had two performances, live performances that happened in February as a root girl. So like, I'm, I, I, I can't wait to like, you know, have have that moment of being performing live in front of people and um it was so cool i was wearing a mask and i was wearing i didn't even realize i was wearing my t-shirt but here in hawaii they're like are you britta and i was like you're the first person to notice me i was like you do know me and you like me yeah i'm britta i was like i've been waiting for this for eight months (laughs) oh that's so nice though yeah, yeah, it was fun. So what's that been like? Because uh, it must have, like, real shifted up a gear for you as well, being recognized in public. What's that transition been like? I mean, it hasn't happened. It's happened, like, twice. Um, <laughs> and oh. when it, it be, because, I mean, here, like, we're wearing, we're all wearing masks. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in full drag. And your smile he, is uh, yeah, iconic these, on your face. These fucking teeth. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah be unmistakable, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> unmistakable and all fake. You and too put, can have these teeth. You know, gorgeous. I, lo- yeah, thank, I don't know that they fit in my face, but uh, <laughs> those exact teeth. I think they might be a bit. Yeah, a bit yeah, big a, little, a little chicklety. <laughs> <laughs> I already look like a horse. I don't need more help. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I, they'd really fucking. Someone would put yeah. a bridle on me. I have horse teeth as well. It's been like 2020 has been absolutely fucking mental. And um, and it sounds like actually you've used it really productively and you've dealt with a lot of things that needed dealing with. And you've uh, you've also been super productive. So what are the things that 2021 that Britta is bringing? What are the things that we can look forward to seeing from you? Uh, new music. I'm yes. gonna come out with new music. Yes, I'm. I'm excited for that. I'm. I've, I'm DJing. I'm and I love DJing so much. I've gotten really good at it. I figured Lady Bunny isn't gonna last forever, so I might as well like step up to the plate. She's only got um, what three and a half weeks left, probably. She hasn't got long at all, surely. Um. So I. I and I'm. I'm creating this. Um. Because honestly, Broadway is closed till June. Mm. So I assume that I'm probably as well going to be closed till june i mean I, I hope it doesn't happen like that but um uh I'm, I'm honestly creating i'm just trying to go with the world and see what's happening i miss the the experience of like shared experiences with people especially in queer nightlife so i've i've gotten an amazing group of artists together and producers and we're creating this giant party online called unfiltered um, and our first guest is going to be Nikki Doll, and there's going to be drag performances. I'm going to be DJing, bringing in guest DJing. It's a two-hour event. It's going to be every Friday in in the new year. So I hope that people will will join on online um, to join this this epic party. I just missed having these 
these shared queer experiences. There's gonna be, I'm even gonna make like a separate Zoom room. It's gonna be called the bathroom. You know, you gotta go to the, the loo and you may take a peek. Um, there's gonna be go-go boys. So it's, <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. And I hope that I can like digitally give people that experience that we all miss so much. So really focusing on digital stuff. And I finally joined goddamn TikTok. So I'm trying to make fucking oh, I haven't done it yet. I yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on there. Just, I am not active. Um, yeah. You know, like yeah. a lot of things in my life, I prefer to be passive. So I'm just gonna carry on with that. TikTok, I'll just go. be very passive. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, just creating creating good good digital art. I mean, because that's the really the only way that people can see us now. Currently, so yeah. ho- hopefully, um, we'll be that. That's that's it. Perfect. So where are the where are the places where people can find you? What are the socials where we can find you? So you can find me at, at the Brita Filter on all forms of social media. Uh-huh. Um, if you want to come to my um, my my party, you can go to unfilteredparty.com and it's going to have all the info and the lineup of girls. And it's a themed party every week with a different color, so people can get all dolled up for the party, and we can we can party via Zoom. So, um, but the Brita Filter is where you can find me on everything. Love that. Perfect. Perfect. Keep it filter. I love queens who keep it simple. Don't make it complicated. Oh, very simple. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been a joy <laughs> chatting with you tonight. Um, and I, I want to thank you as well because uh, we touched on some real, there was some real heavy stuff there. And so I want to say thank you so much for being so open with us and being so willing to talk about those things because, you know, I'm, that shit is fucking hard. Um, yeah. And, and I really appreciate that you've been so open with us. So thank you so much for talking yeah, with us. Yeah, thank you. It's been really, really nice. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you guys are great. And, you know, if there's anyone out there, don't worry. This is all going to be over soon. And we all go through it. And it's going to be good, honey. Yes, <laughs> it is. Well, we have come to the end of the episode. This has been Fierce Slay Talk. You can join us on our journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Fierce Slay Talk. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us going on. We could talk for hours. And if you enjoyed the show, let your friends know. Go on, spread the word. Be sure to review the podcast as well. Till next time. You want it. You got it. I won't hold back. Come snatch it. Come take it. All yours right off the rack. No wanting, no waiting. You shake me down. You touch it, you taste it. Come take me here and now. Try it and buy it at the top of the stack. Bag it and snag it, no need to attack. Instant and present, hit go and play back. Right now, right now. Take it and tame it, walk me to the door. Have it and hold it, you only want more. Live it and love it, you got it, it's yours. Right now, right now.